0: just wear on your neck like a normal necklace that people wouldn't know that there's necessarily cremated remains in there i would have a tough time with uh, these fingers <laughs> yeah we provide kits, yeah. but it's tough sometimes those <laughs> screws are real small
1: <laughs> okay we're live with the Mortuary Show. Today, we have on Max, the COO and co-founder of Oak Tree Memorials. Um, Tell us a little bit about what Oak Tree is. um, And for those of us who don't know or who don't know, um, what is Oak Tree and what do you guys do in the funeral industry and um, how's it going for you so far?
0: Yeah, thanks so much, Michael, um, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, as you said, my name is Max. I'm the co founder of Oak Tree. We started Oak Tree um, in late 2020. So, it's about just over two years now um, that You're we've rushed. been in business. Yeah. <laughs> started. So what,
1: I'll, I'll start off right away. Actually, I wanted to ask you a better question than the lame, normal okay. question. Why are keepsakes so challenging to fill as a funeral director?
0: <laughs> Another great question. Um, well, keepsakes actually usually are pretty small. Um,
1: yeah, I am also messing with you, so just so you know. No, uh, no. I
0: mean, that's that's a great question. We've actually our keepsakes are a little bit larger than the average one.
1: Okay.
0: Um, which which gives, and we have little plastic bags with a ribbon that we provide that right. uh, you can put in and then screw them. So they're really screw them in with with screws. Um, so we try and provide for our funeral home relationships and our partners, we're really trying to make it as easy as an experience as possible. Um, yeah. But for those who were, and we started online, we started Oak Tree online in, in November 2020. Uh-huh. Um, really per, from, you know, based off of a mix, but majority of personal experience sure. um, through the loss of, of family members in the past oh, three, at that time in the past few years. Um, thanks. And um, as well as my co-founder, Miles, his one very significant experience was his family dog, and and uh-huh. sometimes actually when you lose a pet, it can be even more significant no, of a no loss.
1: There's no I'm doubt about sure. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, especially if you grow up with them. Um,
1: sure.
0: But for in his experience, it was you know his mom had the their family dog Lucky, his ashes and, and uh-huh. plastic box that they got um, from the funeral home sure. from the uh, pet crematory um you know in a closet for a bunch of years leading up to kind of when we started oak tree because they just couldn't find anything she loves like modern kind of contemporary 21st century decor and um you know the stuff that she was seeing online whether it was like the more traditional vase like brass type urns or just the wood boxes that are just kind of plain wood boxes she just couldn't find anything she wanted so that mixed with some, yeah go for
1: it you'd be shocked at how often at a funeral home that we have ashes that we just have to we hold on for years and mm-hmm. i think there's like a, a level it depends on the state on how long like you're required to hold them until like you could i think some cemeteries will do kind of a group burial type thing if they have ashes and they've contacted the family x amount of times but i yeah. wonder if that's like the scenario they don't have something that they particularly want for their loved ones cremated remains so they're just like I guess the funeral home could just continue to hold on to them or in like your co-founders case or a lot of families cases you have those cremated remains for years and years and you don't know what to do with them so it's a cool concept that you guys have is kind of bringing like a little bit of a modern twist and if anyone hasn't looked at their site or their social you should check it out because they're very unique looking urns and keepsakes that you're not going to find in other places. And um, I'll let you keep going, Max, but I just wanted to chime in with a lot of people have that situation that um, your co-founder had too.
0: Yeah, no, that's a that's a great, um, great antidote because I've heard so many people have the ashes like in a closet or in a yeah. garage. Even. <laughs> it just, what do I
1: do? What do I do? Yeah, so You're much right. of
0: it is honestly education, which we really try and 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 oh, give customers as well. Um, for just, not customers, but just per- people ev- everywhere. That sure. um, we do a lot of different blog pieces and collaborations with other cool um, online um, companies in the space. Just all about educating people on on yeah. things end of life related. So. People may not know that they can get an urn or they can scatter or they can bury the ashes or they can get a necklace or any of all the, these other specialty products, too, that are coming out in the space. Yeah, How to just memorialize a loved one. It's just there's endless opportunities now. Um, so a lot That's of it great. is just about educating them, people um, that to that they know that they have options. So for me, when I lost my grandmother at that time, I, we, had, we just kind of went down the path of getting an urn that you know we had a few options and kind of settled with it. Um, we did, but I didn't really question what else, what other options there were in terms of yeah. how to memorialize her. So what we also wanted to do was creating like urns um, for people who are keeping the ashes and not choosing to scatter. Um, urns that you can keep in your home and live with and that don't look necessarily like an urn um,
1: right. so, you know
0: when you have a family member or a friend who comes over they're not going to be like you know who's in there <laughs> they're going to be right. like um, oh wow it's that's a beautiful, beautiful piece or that's a beautiful art piece or they won't even say anything yeah. at all um, and then it kind of gives you um, as the person who lost someone an opportunity to to show it or or not show it um, if you're, yeah. you know, however you're comfortable so It's all about like we wanted to celebrate celebrate life and i really like honoring the legacy also people bring um and kind of giving different kinds of options and colors and and wood styles um also some options for that you can put plants in um so you know different types of things that you can have with and live with in your more 21st century home that you know folks um our age, like, you know, in the millennials and then Gen Z, right. um, you know, are going to want to, um, you know, have with them. Um, and, you know, because urns have looked the same for so long. And why not try try something new? I
1: totally agree. And obviously cremation rates continue to rise and yeah. you have aqua cremation and everything. So, like, there's more and more um, remains, ashes, whatever you want to call them, that are going to be there for opportunities for you guys so that's really cool that you're kind of going down, down that road and what i was going to say and you said the same thing is like your urns are like artwork it's like a piece of art um that's what i would describe it as so that's so cool that you can have that displayed and some people will not even like notice like otherwise if you have like those the classic like marble looking round urn that everyone knows like that's an urn it reminds me of like meet the parents that one scene where they're at dinner and they they hit grandma's ashes and they break and they scatter everywhere everyone knows that's an urn it's up on the mantle mm-hmm. but not everyone wants to have that experience of like thinking about their loved one like all the time because people come into their house and they ask questions sometimes you want to have it more discreet but you still want that person close with you yeah. so that's kind of like that cool fine line that you guys are are addressing i think
0: yeah totally um and it was a great point with Cremation rates increasing. It was an odd time to start a business, obviously, during, during kind Wait, of the early so- days of COVID. Um, my co-founder and I actually first met each other when we were doing consulting back in San Francisco a bunch of years ago and kind of rekindled um, in San Francisco in twenty in early 2020, late 2020, late 2019, um, and kind of started to formulate these ideas. He had been working actually in the space at a direct cremation, uh, kind of startup slash company um, okay. at that point. Um, so that's how it was kind of his kind of professional foot into the industry. So I had been, you know, going, staying in contact with him. I was still at the consulting firm at that time when he left. Um, and we we kind of circled up and he had these ideas that he was seeing also because he was meeting with crematories and funeral homes around the country, seeing yeah. also what payouts to offer. Um, and we started to kind of brainstorm together and a lot during most of 2020, um, obviously created like the business plan and what we want to do, what we're actually trying to solve here and then who we want to work with. We're not trained artisans ourselves. So yeah. we went out to go find, you know, artisans and we really wanted to make most, if not all of our products handmade rather than, you wow. know, um, rather than really, uh, high volume kind of somewhat oftentimes, let's just say low quality, like manufacturing yeah. really mass produced. Um, so we wanted to create something that was just more handmade and, and, um, completely different, um, styles also using sustainably sourced materials is something that we have a big, um, focus on, um, yeah. so it's not, you know, detrimental to or having a bad effect on the environment. And mm-hmm. so with that said, for most of 2020, we, um, went to go find our artists essentially. So we have, we found actually most of our, um, products are made in Italy in our workshop there now. And this oh, okay. this workshop there actually was making like home decor items before it so it was kind of aligned with what we were looking for they right. were making beautiful yeah. jewelry boxes and some other furniture pieces and we we approached them and and loved their their designs at that for their current kind of product lines and like yeah. let's let's make some urns together and they were like okay we could try and then now, yeah they're
1: probably like what
0: <laughs> and now and yeah exactly and now we're we're like you know most of their business um you know, so that's that's cool. And then we also found some locally sourced manufacturers here in the US, um, some in Ohio and and Colorado. And most of our team is based in Denver, Colorado. That's where we do all of our operations out of. Um, And yeah, with that said, we we kind of found this created our first collection, and we've expanded it a bit since um, and and launched in in November 2020, mostly all online um, through Oak Tree um and you know something about you you this is a very significant purchase right so like you really want to get people to trust right. you as an online company in general but then for something like this when it's so significant and often very sensitive and you know it's sure incredibly emotional like time for most yes. who are going through it at the time um some people actually we've seen come to us um when it's not at need and, and just wanting to get something new and nicer to have in their home, which I can talk about a little more, which is interesting. Um, But we really wanted to build trust. So we've really made sure that our customer service is like top notch. And we always we have a lot of most of the customer communication is actually through the phone, um, as well as we have, like, you know, emails and a chat service as well. Really want to make sure we're hand holding our customers, our oak tree family, um, through the whole process as much as possible. Nice. Um, and so, obviously, like high quality service and then really high quality um, product is, is really what we wanted to do in terms of how to differentiate ourselves versus like, you know, going on Amazon and not right. being really able to talk to anybody about a product is sometimes right. difficult, especially with something like this.
1: Yeah, because I wonder if people have the hesitation to use Amazon because I know a lot of families will will go online to purchase urns like that's just you know naturally up the process for some people and I wonder if there is like that lack of trust because this is such like a special unique purchase that they'd rather go to I wouldn't call it a boutique urn yeah, company but you know what I'm right? saying ra- rather than going through like an Amazon type because they would have that more more of a trust and more of a connection potentially there. Um, I don't know, it's, it's something something that I think some families would think about and did, so you kind of started, like you were right in the thick of COVID. Was that part of what you guys were kind of thinking? Was that like, hey, we have, you know, and obviously with, with death rates increasing too, with baby boomers, did you kind of run all that analytics and stuff and like this is an opportunity or where did you see kind of the opportunity for you guys in your business? Um, obviously you you do things definitely different than other companies, which is an opportunity in itself. but I'm curious I, I like business kind of stuff sometimes, so I'm curious how like the idea like actually came to sort of be um, and how you kind of got started in the first place.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's It's a fascinating question and time because we actually thought of we were actually thought of the the business before COVID actually happened. Yeah. So we, we weren't like reacting to, you know, an epidemic right. um, to yeah. take, you know-
1: no, I wasn't inferring that and, at all. No, I'm just saying,
0: but you know, <laughs> who knows? Right? People say we start during COVID. There's a lot of businesses who did right. create great services as a result of COVID, you Absolutely. know? Um, and very necessary ones that weren't existing mm-hmm. before it. But, you know, I think for us, we, we were actually formulated a lot of the idea in, in the last quarter of like 2019 leading into 2020 and then actually but going back actually a, but the majority of our reasoning to just start online as a business um and now we have a lot of funeral and partners that we work with um but yeah, yeah, i
1: wanted yeah. to ask about that but we'll we'll get there yeah
0: but we we really started direct to consumer through an on, like as an yeah. e-commerce business um because of COVID. also um yep. you know every, everything was online at that and the past three sure. years really and and um, so that's something that we definitely wanted to take. Um, we wanted to you know be recognize and um, see how the customer kind of shopping experience was changing. And you know as we started to work with more funeral homes, we kind of heard anecdotally that also, yeah, yeah were doing Zoom funeral home, funeral um, yeah. services in 2020, 2021, 2022. And um, it's obviously gotten a lot more in person now. Um, and, but there's a lot of ramifications and effects that that funeral homes, um, families, their clients are, um, that they're seeing from the COVID kind of patterns that, have right. So like, to your point earlier on Amazon, actually, I just heard the other day, like what well, funeral, funeral home partner of ours, who we work closely with, um, they're saying that most of the families, like, you know, when they come to the earn decision, or just first thing they do is actually flip open their phone and look on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Oh, let me see what I can find here. Yeah. Um, so I think COVID and everything coming online has changed a lot of the ways funeral homes operate too. Um, right. so everything. You're dealing
1: with a more educated consumer. Oh, yeah. What I always like to say. And that's part of what our role is too, as funeral directors is yeah. to help educate them kind of what you were saying earlier, Max, like there's different options for people that maybe they're not aware of because they've never had a loss before. Mm -hmm. Like some people's, some people weren't even aware that you could have like a keepsake necklace or keychain or whatever that might be. So it's educating those people with those options. But people understand like, I, I can go online to find stuff too, which as a funeral director, like, hey, we're gonna help you in whatever situation you need, you can offer your service and offer your families whatever you can do, but at the same time, it doesn't really matter. You can, you're just trying to service them as best you can is the way I like to think about it too.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think that's the best way, best way to think about it, right? Cause, um, you just want them to be satisfied and enduring yes. such a vulnerable time. So, mm-hmm. but to that point too, and we've started to work a lot more with funeral homes to make sure that funeral homes can offer something more unique and modern. Um, and the family doesn't have to go online to, to necessarily have that experience when it comes yep. to like an earn option. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually created um in early last year, we created another brand that's just just for our funeral home um, and crematory partners, both okay. on the the human and, and the pet side. Um, and that's called SamuelMitchellDesign.com. And there mm-hmm. we have like it's our essentially our wholesale store just for our funeral home and business business to business partners that so we work, you know, with with um, folks like yourself and. And have you know some of them? Most of our partners have a couple um, of our products in the showrooms, if they're still having those. A lot of them have become yeah. digitized now, and they're only. But doing do you have
1: anything digital, like for for a funeral funeral home, yeah, um, for display?
0: Yeah, so we have like on our digital catalogs that you can kind of, if you have an iPad or a, or, or a yeah. desktop computer, you can just kind of scroll through nicely. Nice. Um, we also have an online storefront that doesn't show like wholesale pricing or anything that you can walk through families. Um, And so that's something that we work closely with um, our funeral partners and to make sure that also like, you know, you're having an experience that you're comfortable with. And I know a lot of now actually of our partners are currently even are getting rid of their showrooms um, and and just space constraints and all that, just not one needing to hold so much inventory and everything's becoming now digitized and just all on like an iPad or something.
1: (laughs) It's funny that it was a thing, honestly. And we changed ours not that long ago, like three years ago, four years, probably like three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what are we doing? We have this giant showroom, like honestly, the size of our our second biggest chapel. And I was like, this is such a huge waste of space. How many products People, do
0: you think have in there?
1: We had, how many caskets were in there? I mean, 20 caskets probably on display. It was huge.
0: That's a lot. It
1: was, it was not a great experience for a family. It, you had to go downstairs of the funeral home uh, and you had to walk into this room and there's nothing but open caskets. It's an uncomfortable experience. No one likes to go through it. You can make a just as an informed decision having casket corners and digital uh, you know blow ups of it and people prefer to shop that way in my opinion nowadays anyway so it's just it's just funny that it wasn't until pretty much covid everyone was like okay we need to change this even before then a lot of places were coming around but it is a very slow changing industry. If you're not aware of that yet, I'm sure you're kind of picking I'm up on I'm definitely aware of it. <laughs> it's very slow.
0: Yeah.
1: So you have to be patient with the funeral directors for sure. Um, how, many, how many funeral homes do you have kind of on or are using your products or um, how has that worked for you and how have you gotten some of your funeral homes um, so far?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. We have around 75 partners nice. now. Nice. That's um, awesome. And- Thanks. Yeah, and actually, the first kind of influx of our partners were really inbound outreach through Oak Tree. They were either finding us on Instagram or no or um, just online. Or actually, we were ended up ended up sending some of our urns to the funeral home where the family actually went online, had that experience, and, cool. and we actually sent it. And then we created a partnership so the with the funeral home. So the funeral home can also reap kind of economic rewards of selling our products through them and not just through oak tree um sure. and so those are great partnerships because those were you know inbound outreach the funeral home's already interested and and yes. we're not having to bombard them with emails or calls trying to get them to to, to work with it's us much
1: easier when someone's coming inbound there's no yeah. doubt about
0: it yeah and those are the best even one even with folks who we've um partnered with that we originally reached out to them just the, the we really want to partner with funeral homes who are interested and and wanting to Provide something different, um, right. because you know we're only going to be as successful as as the funeral home wants to be in terms of selling right. our products. So, you know, if if you know if you're like interested and love our love our product, we try and give the you know funeral home funeral directors all the resources they need to be able to talk about our products because they're more unique so where they're made and just the story generally behind each product line and how it may fit for a certain family or not. Um, and we're not saying necessarily like our products are better than any of the other folks or suppliers in, in the field. Right. It's more about just providing something different and supplementary, yeah. um, you know, complementary access um, to what you have already. So, so if you want sure. something more modern, something more unique, you can come to us um, for that. And yeah. so yeah, as I was saying, our most f- fruitful kind of relationships have really been formed from either those inbound relationships or we've started to go to a lot of the conventions throughout of the year. So last year was our first time going to yeah. uh, NFDA and some of the state ones and Kena. Um That's with our Samuel Mitchell design brand. And, um, you know, we have people able to actually see our products in person. And that's where we do actually prefer our our funeral homes partners to have a a display room or showroom is because it really does help at the end of the day to see our specific product in person um, just because it is a little bit more modern and unique. Um, It's funny, actually we have heard sometimes that when a family comes into the showroom and our products is, are next to some more traditional ones, they don't even know those are urns essentially. (laughs) Then, you know, it's even more imperative that the funeral director kind of, have that those those tools and those those that education so we do a lot of like education sessions and training sessions with our partners at the onset of relationships just to make sure they have all everything that they need and then we've seen those really be really um fruitful and just increase the confidence and selling our stuff and then we're able to to offer families the um, those kinds of our earns at an increasing rate so we've seen some good traction from that
1: Yeah, I like to look at it as you're giving your families a service by providing a beautiful urn for them. And at the same time, your funeral home is going to be making some revenue off of it. So obviously, like it's a win-win situation. You're helping a family and you're helping your own business. So it's just uh, a great combination. And um, I definitely think that the more options you have for your families, the better off because then they're less likely to go elsewhere. If you're only offering a couple different things, then they're like, I'm just going to look online. But if you have like your traditional, you have your new modern, like you have an oak tree, you have different keepsakes, that's the way to do it. So you can have a nice variety. So you're covering all of your bases. That's a death call here. Hold on just a second. All right. I think the students got it. I'm sorry about that. You know, we've been seeing a lot more business come in ever since we started mortuary marketing, and i got to tell you, all the funeral homes we work with, are they're saying the same thing. So what do we do? We run ads on Google and other similar sites that get directed at families that need a funeral home in your area. It then brings them to a page that we've designed for you that gets the family to call you to inquire for your services. It's really increased our volume big time. It's working for my funeral home, and I think most parlors could really benefit from its uses. I put a bunch of information in the podcast description. Go check it out. I'm always happy to help talk with you and answer any questions you might have. All right, let's get back to our morbid discussion. What would you say is your favorite urn that you guys sell? What is your, what is your favorite? What would you use for a family member if you had to uh, at this point, I guess?
0: Yeah, I, I personally love um, what we call an oak tree is the bleaker, or we call okay. it on yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell. Um, the barns, and that's our uh, 20-sided um, icosahedron um, urn. Whoa. So that's what it's technically called, like break a hexagon.
1: You got to break that down. <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah, if you find it on our site, you'll you'll, you'll kind of understand what I'm saying. But it's 20-sided shape, um, which is te- t- technically called an icosahedron. Um, it's part of the polyhedron family. And have you ever seen like Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that? no that. so you know what the 20 sided dice is you know has sure. like yeah, so yeah. essentially what the shape is um funny enough we've actually there was a a family um, who had lost um, it was a really unfortunate situation where one of the brothers passed away um, and he was he really loved dungeons and dragons the game the board game uh-huh. so we engraved each um, on the on that um, bleaker urn we engraved um the numbers on each side to make it look like oh a
1: deck. very cool
0: um so that was really that was really nice and thoughtful i thought um and that was the family's yeah. idea too um yeah. and so that one's beautiful i think it's super unique it's really like an art piece um we hand make that one in italy um from fsc certified um woods which means they're sustainably sourced um, and it's just super unique. You definitely wouldn't think it's an urn. Um, it's almost like a, a sculpture art piece that you have in your home. And, um, what we say is like interesting lives deserve interesting urns. So <laughs> that's like what we that. really tried to model that specific product line after.
1: That's cool. I like that a lot. Um, and then what about, um, kind of keepsakes? What's your most popular selling one that you have, um, at this moment and what, do you have anything new coming down the pipeline as far as urns or keepsakes that um, would interest us funeral directors for something different?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so by keepsakes, do you mean like jewelry or do you mean like- Yeah, a so that's,
1: that's like a giant, I think, all-encompassing thing for like uh, sharing urns, jewelry, like that's, that's kind of like maybe the business industry type of term is like keepsake. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. So for us, we actually call our keepsake- keepsakes are keepsake urns. So those are the, either the the kind of the mini urns that you can either sure. use um, in the case of child passes or or if you're splitting cremated remains amongst family members or friends. Yeah. Um, and we have that happen a lot. Um, so we, we actually with all of our full size pieces, we also have uh, an accompanying keepsake. So let's say you know, our, my grandmother passed away, my mom and dad will keep the ashes in a, maybe a more of a full-sized urn in their home. But then me, along with my three other siblings, we can have an accompanying keepsake that matches that full-size urn in the sure. same style. Um, and so those, so those oftentimes, um, sell really well and are pretty popular, the ones that we like, uh, the Lennox is the one we actually hand make in the U S. Um, that one's really beautiful in black walnut wood. Um, we also have for all of our Italian urns we have a company in keepsakes so those those do well. Um, and I think we're seeing increasingly so in this kind of global world people are living further away from each other yeah. than so um you know my I know for all my family, they actually all live in New York and I'm in California. so you know if we're splitting ashes, it really helps to to have that um, kind of keepsake right that they can have some they are and i can have some where i am um and i think that's just a nice nice and meaningful way to to memorialize together um in terms of jewelry we have um a a nice collection um also try to create you know designs that are a little bit more discreet um so really can only hold like a pinch of cremated remains something that's not large that you can just wear on your neck like a normal necklace that people wouldn't know that there's necessarily cremated remains in there.
1: I would have a tough um, time with the, these fingers. <laughs> yeah,
0: we provide yeah, film kits, but it's tough sometimes. <laughs> those screws are real small.
1: <laughs> we uh, that that's definitely a running joke. It's it's every every piece of jewelry. It is like a funeral director's. Like it's great because you sell a ton of them. Like families love them, but it is such a tedious task. I actually just thought of an idea and you could you could run with this. You could take uh-huh. this. In. All I'll right. So, <laughs> so when when, uh, when you have cremated remains there's a pulverizer that that they get processed through. So they go down to the actual cremated remains that you normally see, like, the, you know, the ashes. There should be a machine that breaks down the a small amount of cremated remains into like even smaller amount into this little funnel that can just shoot into these necklaces. I know I'm 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 actually half kidding, but it it's would not be a bad fun. idea. Honestly, like, directors would love it. That's all. Yeah. I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. So, oh, yeah. uh, if anyone wants to go run with that idea, they can go for it. But um, you should, you yeah,
0: should no, make uh, an Instagram reel on <laughs> on that idea and see and yeah, see should, what kind I, of comments I, you I get.
1: Can <laughs> make, I can make I could make a joke out of that one for sure. Uh, but no, that's cool that you guys have so many different um, different options. I actually um, work really closely with a nonprofit. Um, we do funeral services for families that lose um, their babies during pregnancy. So mm-hmm. obviously a tough time. Um, and we do free funeral services for them. But we include um, like a little urn, it's usually like keepsake size, and then we let them pick either a keychain or a necklace and everyone just like loves having like those little necklaces just of further for their baby and it's just something they can always have with them and i'm sure you see that all the time that um it's such a like a special thing to have your loved one like with you yeah. um it's it's just a different a different meaning to it and um that's what it's really all about is making sure that they're kind of commemorating their loved one
0: Oh, totally. Totally. Um, and, and we've seen actually, um, a lot of people tend to scatter ashes, um, a lot more frequently now, yeah. um, as they kind of gotten back into the outdoors and out of their homes too, in particular. Um, sure. but you know, I, I've heard the other day, um, you know, there's a, you could, there was a family who did direct cremation and it was like a you know, one of the 695 or 895 packages for drug cremation. And then they ended up going to Hawaii and spending like $10,000 plus on a whole scattering experience. Um, you're and gonna
1: make, you're going to make funeral directors cringe with that. We, we didn't
0: work with them. It was just a story. No,
1: I know, I know.
0: But, it's- it, but it was fascinating. I was like, wow, okay, this is what people are spending money on. Um, these, and that's how they saw a meaningful moment being. Sure. which is which is interesting um yeah
1: that is interesting
0: i'll just say it's interesting but how, just how you me a little yeah,
1: bit cre- it just scares me a little bit with those type of situations because i think it becomes like a race to the bottom
0: yeah oh like, i know, who, I know. Who's, who's it already be has place? been i don't think you can get it any is. lower, right
1: you <laughs> literally can't because i know how much it costs to perform and run a crematory and i'm just like how on earth could you like you're in it's hard work it's not easy work it just it's it's like we're outpricing ourselves sometimes in these Mm -hmm. situations and i i i don't want to say that it it hurts the quality but for me if i was in that situation running those services um I would have my mind on the next one like immediately, so mm-hmm. it kind of takes away from that personal touch, which is part of why I think that there are still so many family funeral homes where there are very few industries that have a lot of family businesses around anymore. Like that's just, they've gone completely by the wayside in every other industry. But for some reason, funeral service, they have stuck around and I think it's for that reason because people still do like having that family touch. and hopefully we can continue. I'm not saying we need to have family, but I'm saying still continue to have like that personal relationship because that's really what it's all about. And that's when people will come back to you. So yeah. that's my little, my little thing on that situation, I guess.
0: Is, is that alone, bias
1: because I'm a family, family-owned funeral. You're, okay,
0: you're a family, it's a family-owned. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah I'm always, I was always, I've been very curious to hear like how it's how that progression has been for for folks who have who are inheriting like a business, um, specifically in this business, because I've heard also a lot of instances or, um, recently where you know you have a family owned funeral home and they end up you know selling to one of the larger corporate owned groups because the children or the cousins or something didn't want to necessarily keep doing it. Um, So it's great to see that, you know, you're carrying on that legacy and and you're, you're continuing that.
1: Select few that want to, or would be able to, that's for sure. Yeah. It's
0: an interesting interesting business too, for, to kind of make people like you're, I'm sure. How, how is it for you? Like how, how did it become uh, an exciting opportunity for you to continue that?
1: I never thought I was going to do it. And then I kind of just felt like some signs that this is the way I need to go. And then, um, you know my, my family kind of, I wouldn't say discouraged, but they definitely didn't encourage or force me. And it was more of a situation where I was like, this feels like the right opportunity for me. And then once I had the experience of actually helping some of the families, I was like, this is what I want. Like, it's that, it's that connection. Like I love connecting with people. And that's part of what, like, I, that's why I do this. That's why we, I do our other business is that, cause I like to connect and help people. And um, that's that's I think a lot of the motivation for a lot of funeral directors is in that core. Um, how have you liked or what have you learned about funeral directors and the industry? Because I'm sure going into it, you didn't know too much about it. And then I'm sure over these past years, you've learned a lot about the ins and outs and the different terminology. How was that learning experience and, um, you know, what what is it like for you coming coming into it from a different perspective?
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a great experience. Honestly, um, I think at the forefront, funeral directors, because it's inherent in your job, are are, are for the most part inherently kind. Um, and you know, it's while for us talking to funeral directors, maybe kind of a business type of discussion. Sure. It's not one that you're going to get a cold shoulder oftentimes when you're, yeah. especially when you're in person or on the phone and, and funeral doctors um, are open to to listening and when they have time, when you have time. That's um, right.
1: has, that been, has that been really tough? I know my brother for our, for our marketing business that we have, it was a tough transition for him mm-hmm. because he didn't realize how chaotic the schedule is. And so some days like, We would have a meeting and the person like is like i can't show up or i can't show up like i'm like i have four bodies i have to do i I can't i can't do this so it's just so different was that hard for you coming from more of a consulting background where i'm sure it was like a little bit more um i wouldn't want to say button up but a little bit more schedule regimented um compared to what our industry is like
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. So we've had to become very like amenable and flexible, yeah, um, and 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 patient too. Um, Because I know you know there's specifically in certain times of year as well. There's it's really tough for funeral directors to to even consider bringing on something new, let alone kind of manage the current vendor relationships that you already have. Um, So. Yeah, so we've, yeah, we went through two cycles, I guess, two years of this already and, and have had yeah. some really great learnings from that. And for I think the, the best relationships and, and times we've had to meet new people have been at these conventions where we can, oh, where, cool. you know, I can meet you in person, and you can start to understand who we are and why we're, yeah. what we're doing and why we're differentiated. Um, and you can, you know, build trust there. Because I think a lot of it is about building trust. I mean, a lot of the earn vendors and the funeral space have been around for hundreds of years, you know, yeah. um, like, like Batesville, I think, was created in the 18, early 1800s. Um, so
1: has it been around for a long, long time? And just yeah. like these funeral homes. So it, it was it challenging to kind of nudge your way in? Like, what was the hardest part? And obviously, you're still I'm um, wanting to grow and everything too. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that challenging to kind of get your foot in the door at the beginning?
0: Yeah, it was challenging at first, especially with, um, you know, when you're just tra- approaching people on the phone or over email. Um, but, you know, as I was just saying, I think it's really helpful to for when they actually see your products in person and then when they meet Miles and myself in person as well. And then I can tell them and they understand it's one, just a reputable business that's here to stay and yeah. we're not just going to you know, leave, be, be kind of go under in, in a year um, or we're not. And we're going to see you at NFDA year after year. So you can trust that we'll continue to help you serve your families. Um, and, you know, then also so you have that kind of trust in terms of the relationship management and the relationship building for kind of a people to people sense. But then obviously then you'll see our products and you, those can kind of talk for themselves as well. And then hopefully you'll be able to show them to your families and get some great reception, um, on that end. And, you know, we're here not to make you change anything. We're here to hopefully only help enhance what you offer. Um, so we're, that's really kind of the, the cycle that we try to and and the experience that we try and and convey to our partners. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a long cycle, you know, I think to to get people to, especially for businesses um, that have been around for a while, um, you know, to, to change yeah. certain things um, that may you yeah. may think be working fine, but you know, there's always little improvements you can make as a business in general, right?
1: So. Right. And those are the type of funeral homes you want to go after are the ones that they know that there are improvements that I can make and they, they want to do that. And they're motivated to continue to better their business because they can enhance different products or services that they offer. Um, so I think that's a great way that you just framed it right there, was that it is an enhancement on what you do. We're not trying to reinvent what you're doing. We're not trying to take away from what you're doing, but just to like give you another offer, give something that's going to enhance and hopefully better um, their experience for their family. So um, yeah. I think that's a cool way and smart way of kind of going about it. Yeah. Um, and
0: from a from a business perspective, too, I mean, as you see more cremation happening, you know, the yeah. kind of when you're looking at the economics of it, right, the overall revenue potential from a burial is much greater than yes. you're going to get from cremation packages. Right. Um, you need to so, ways. So, yeah. So for our products, um, they are. Higher value, higher cost to make as yeah. well. Um, so you're, we're, but also there's a greater profit potential there too. So like, yeah. you know, you're able to sell probably three of our earns to three to three families maybe for eight hundred to a thousand dollars a piece, yeah. um, versus sure. maybe a more traditional earn that's uh, made in India or something that you only can sell for you know a few hundred dollars. So you're able to make maybe three thousand dollars from three families versus maybe only you know, $1,000 from three families. So we're trying to also help with for help um, in that sense, in terms of like a business opportunity sense. There's there's definitely um, some some good upside there.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's huge. And that's uh, very wise. What you said is that we we need to be um, finding other ways to it's it's obviously helping the family, too. But if if your business is getting cut in half or more than half because your cremation rate is is spiking like crazy. You have to find other ways to provide services that are going to be meaningful and special. And just like you said, Max, is giving them something that is going to help them on the business side of things to help increase their revenue is like a very good selling point um, for, for pairing up with funeral homes. How long uh, did it take? So did you kind of quit your job consulting and just get, die full go? Or did you do this on the side at the beginning and then kind of transitioned? How did that work for you at the beginning uh, back in 2019, 2020?
0: Yeah, actually, kind of quit and went at this full go. Um, You're like
1: my brother. Yeah, he just went. He's like, I'm. If we're gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. So that that takes some uh, that takes some moxie. Is I yeah, yeah. It
0: was it was my first time really? doing something more entrepreneurial. Um, I'd yeah. always kind of done the more of the corporate route before that. Um, for this, but that's how I am about things in life, right? It's, you're not going to get things done to your, the best of your ability if you're only doing it, you know, 20, 30, 40, yeah, 50%, so. yeah. um, or it's going to take a long time. Um, so we saw an opportunity here and and we really wanted to just give it our, our full um, full effort um, at least and see how that goes, right? And then we got some, we've c- continued to get great traction and and have grown since then. Um, so, you know, we made, we definitely made the right decision in, in, in that respect, yeah. but yeah, it was from an entrepreneurial kind of just business perspective. It was definitely a, a risk. Um, no doubt. Yeah. But, um, we, we, knew that there was a market, um, as well. Um, you know, rather than we didn't, we're, we weren't necessarily, um, creating something incredibly new. We were all just really reinventing. We've just reinvented kind of the wheel in terms of what sure. you can, um, how you can do something that's already existing just better. Yeah.
1: All right. My last question. Uh, what is your goal kind of for the future? And where do you see your, your yourselves going uh, with Oak Tree? And what was it? What was also for our other funeral directors? What is the business called for uh, direct to the funeral homes?
0: Yeah, it's Samuel Mitchell Design.
1: Samuel Mitchell Design. Okay. Yeah, so it's
0: SamuelMitchellDesign.com. Um, And then you can just create um, a wholesale account and we'll approve it on our end once we know it's a funeral director and not just a regular um, consumer. Um, And then that'll give you wholesale pricing and you can do online ordering and we have different samples, bundles and packages of our best selling products at a big discount that um, any funeral director, if they're interested, can order for the showroom, like maybe two or three products um, that they can have if you do have physical products and inventory there. Uh, but most of our partners um will hold the samples but then just will order as they kind of with from the catalog uh, yeah. as they get orders and won't actually hold the inventory and 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 deal office.
1: good deal yeah so so what is your goal what what do you, where do you see yourselves going and um what's kind of your your aspirations
0: so i'd go back to kind of the origins as well to start that is we wanted to obviously create something more modern and unique complete an urn that didn't look like an urn and jewelry that doesn't look like cremation jewelry um and but we really wanted to create something that is um, curated and focused and doesn't overwhelm you in terms of options so you'll go on an amazon or any similar big box type retailer type of store um, that yeah. sells urns, and you'll have thousands of options, right? Yes. We wanted to create um, a collection that um, comprises 100 or fewer options um, for families to go through, whether it's online or for the funeral director, um, to really give you our best shot of what's, what's the most high quality, like um, most innovative designs and using the best, most sustainably sourced materials. Um, so you have those options, it's not overwhelming. And you can decide from there and doesn't take forever as well to find something. Um, and we can do personalization and engraving too, if you ever need to kind of, cool. um, you know, make it more unique and um, specific yeah. to that, to you or the individual you yourself, you're memorializing. Um, but with that said, we are looking to expand our collection and what we can offer. So there's all the different types of things we can do with scattering and how we can help facilitate that for funeral directors who yeah. are, you know, not just using the kind of scattering tubes, but maybe something different um, and, and something that maybe families want to keep in their house after they scatter um, and different types of ways oh, yeah. to do memorialization. Um, I think there's there we're trying to expand our jewelry collection. And so we are trying to expand our product collection um, to do not necessarily the same types of urns, but different types of urns for different use cases. Um, because we see now families yeah. doing so many different types of things um, in terms of memorialization that um, there's constantly new kind of product ideas that can go along with that to serve those needs. So yeah. that's what really what we're focused on is how we can best partner with our funeral home partners and new ones to help keep you know families coming to them. Um, and And, also, you know, trying to find ways to to continue to serve um, customers who uh, maybe just going online, who maybe five to ten years after the fact of, of after the death, um, yeah. we've seen a lot of customers come to us for let's say like upgrades um, sure. where they haven't earned maybe already, but then I and mean, we've seen this mostly through the engraving um, where the person or, or the pet has passed away passed away in two thousand twelve. Right. And then they um, are coming to get something new that they want to have in their home for the next, you know, thirty to fifty years. So, yeah. really trying to expand our product offering and expand our partnerships with funeral homes. Um, we continue. We definitely want to want to work with funeral directors um, at at an increasing rate. Um, and I think there's a lot of potential with that. With that, obviously, I don't think we could serve all, you know, nineteen thousand funeral homes. Um, but. Crazy. To your point earlier, we want to be working with with funeral directors who are excited yeah. about offering something different, something more modern. A lot kind of aligns with the twenty first century, um, new generations who are coming, and and yes. um, what what consumers want, um, you know, now and then in the next ten to twenty years too. So, and that's kind of constantly changing. So we're always trying to get feedback from our partners as well in terms of what they're seeing their families want, so we can kind of make sure that we offer you that. So those Definitely. are the those are the kind of high level goals.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time, Max. Um, like I said, go check out his stuff. Uh, check out their their Instagram or check out their website. You'll see all these urns that he's that he's talking about. And they're very cool. They're very unique. Um, and hit him up, uh, get him get him in your funeral home, help him out. Uh, you know, we love to see uh, you guys starting your own business and taking that plunge. That's really cool. And um, you know, a lot of funeral directors have that uh that same sense they want to start their own business eventually and so they get it like they get what you're doing and that's that's a really cool thing so um check out max and all of their products that they have and see if some of your families want them and um, we'll you know give them give them a shout outs here so uh thanks for taking the time max we appreciate everything and good luck with all the rest of your endeavors and um we wish you the best
0: thank you michael thanks for having me on I appreciate it